0: hello and welcome to caught my ear where two music obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to my name is maddie my name is vivian
1: and this is episode 53 of the podcast so we will start
0: by going straight into our news vivian what have you got for us So our first news story today comes from Music Feeds, written by Laura English, and it says hold us closer because the Almost Famous cast and crew are reuniting on a podcast. So it says, can you believe the music industry's most iconic film, Almost Famous, is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year? Neither. But James Andrew Miller has managed to gather up the entire cast and crew to reunite on his podcast, Origins. Almost famous writer Cameron Crowe will be joining stars alongside Kate Hudson, Patrick Fug- Fugit, Billy Cudrup, B- Jimmy Fallon, Zoe Deschanel, Francis McDormand and Nancy Wilson to name a few. Andrew James Miller has gotten the band back together again for chapter six of his Origins podcast where he'll tell the story of the film and chat to the cast and crew about the project. So yeah, this is a short story, but I wanted to talk about it because this is my, this is honestly, like, my favorite movie of all time. (laughs) I've seen this movie, like, five times at least. Um, It's such a great movie. If you're a music fan and you haven't seen this, it's honestly one to watch because it's basically about this boy who is determined to become a music writer and he joins this band on tour um, and he writes about them. And it's really good. It's honestly, like top-notch so, but yeah i'm so excited are you gonna shoot me if i
1: tell you that i haven't seen it <laughs> <laughs> No, because out I, know... This podcast like this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know no I, I i think it didn't like it wasn't very popular when it came out because i think it came out i want to say it was, like, 2000, maybe. It was very early, like, well, yeah, either if it's early the, 2000s or late 20, 90s.
1: What, what was it, the 20th year anniversary of it? So, it would be 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah so
0: 2000, yeah. Okay, cool. So, I would have been yeah, two years and, old. and, um... Yep. Great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I came across this movie, like, I think I was five when I first, first watched yeah. it. Um, because my parents just randomly got it from, like, a video store, like, rented it, and, because... I don't know. My mom was just like, "You like music? <laughs> <laughs> Watch this oh movie." Oh my god, I love that. That's so cute. Um, so yeah, adorable. <laughs> so yeah, it's a great movie though, and it's yeah, it's it's just like a great like music movie hmm. for any sort of music fan, I reckon. But yeah, I just thought that was a fun little story. But uh, I'm interested to see what, um, what they sort of say in the podcast, like what they talk about, like the movie, how it sort of came together, because that would be really interesting to me. Yeah, for sure. So, Manny, what is our second news story? So, the story that I have for you today
1: is um, from Music Feeds, written by Alex Gallagher. It says, Haim are running weekly dance classes over Zoom, so jot that in your diaries. So the article reads, after postponing its final <laughs> its initial release date from April, Haim will release third album Women Music Part 3 next month. In the meantime, the trio have announced they'll be running a series of dance classes over Zoom over the next month. Dance with us every Sunday for the next four Sundays, the trio say in the announcement video. According to the announcement, the band will be teaching dances from the videos for Want You Back, Little of Your Love, If I Could Change Your Mind, and the most recent single, I Know Alone. You can sign up for the dance classes here uh, to receive a weekly invite to learn the pop group's most iconic choreo. The first session kicks off this Sunday, 17th of May, which is day of recording, um, though it's not entirely clear at this point what time they'll be running. So there you go. We'll leave the des- um, the article in the description so you can sign up if you wish. But I thought this was like a cute little <laughs> like thing to do in ISO quarantine for them. That's like a really, really nice idea
0: yeah I agree um I saw because I follow all three of them individually on Instagram <laughs> and they they've been posting like these videos of them dancing and I I didn't know that they had announced this so I was I was like wow they're actually really good at dancing I was like this is pretty cool and then I did see the story um earlier and I was like oh okay that makes sense then that's pretty cool yeah because thinking about it like a, a... lot <laughs> Like, I didn't
1: really, like, cotton on the fact that so many of their videos actually have, like, a lot of choreo involved in them until it was like, okay, we can learn this one, this one, this yeah. one. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. They do, like, a whole bunch of dance moves in these videos. So I thought that was really, really cool. I think it's going to be, like, a really, really good idea. And then, like, to get the, fo- like, the fans involved yeah. in that way, I think it's really, really nice. So hopefully it isn't, like, an absolute mm. mess, but I feel like it'd be good. I feel like if they do it right, it'll like work out yeah, well. Yeah, I think sometimes, it'll Sometimes, right. like you know, Zoom can have its moments, as as we have both experienced in the past. <laughs> trying yeah. to record this podcast, but I think yeah, if if it works out well, I think it'll be a great initiative. So shout out to them, and I'm so keen for the album to come out. So excited! So I'm so ready. Yeah, so ready. Alrighty. So what is our third
0: news story, Vivian? What have you got? so uh, our last news story today is also coming from music feeds written by alex gallagher and it says news new spotify feature reveals the songs you've listened to most during lockdown so as you've been stuck inside self-isolating due to the coronavirus pandemic it's likely your listening habits have changed a little whether you're listening to more of your old favorites or discovering new ones as this recent study from Billboard and Nielsen Music suggests, many of us are suddenly listening to a whole lot more music around the house. Now, Spotify and concert ticketing website Tixel have developed a new feature which allows you to find out exactly what you've been streaming through quarantine. Once you connect your Spotify account, it analyzes data from your recent listening, showing you the top three songs that have been keeping you company in isolations. You can then easily share your results on social media. Of course, Spotify have been big on digging on showing users' data from their listening habits for some time now. For instance, their yearly wrapped function allows you to look back on what you listen to most over the course of a year. So yeah, um, the link to try this feature out is in the article, which is in the description. So if you guys want to check it out, it'll be there. But yeah, this is a pretty cool feature. I think a lot of people would be using it because yeah, I, I sort of do agree with the fact that now that we've been in quarantine isolation whatever you want to call it for pretty much a long time now yeah, it's, it's getting I do there. think my listening yeah like I do think my listening habits have like definitely sort of fluctuated more than they usually do and normally I do listen to like different kinds of music but I definitely think now that I'm sort of just been you know scrolling through like oh yeah okay like my discover weekly I'm really sort of getting into those a lot more so yeah like I definitely would be interested to see what I've been listening to
1: yeah same I definitely want to I really want to um try it out and see what I've been what I've been listening to I feel like I haven't really changed that much in the fact that like I sort of just listen to like I always listen to my discover weekly and my like release radar playlist but like my routine I guess hasn't really changed that much. Cause like I'm still working and still doing all of the same stuff that I would be if we weren't in isolation. I'm just like mm. hanging out with people a lot less, but I still think that like, I've, I feel like I've listened to artists that I wouldn't normally, but I'm, I'd i be interested to see what I've been like playing over and over again, like, like more consistently than other stuff. Mm. So I'm definitely going to try it out and I think we should both do it and then we'll have to like post our results on our social media and so we can show everyone what we're doing. Oh yeah, that's a good idea.
0: So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) An idea is born. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love that so yes that brings us to the end of our news segment for this week's episode so before we go into our song section we encourage you guys to pause the podcast go down to the description and click either the spotify or youtube playlist to listen to the songs that we're about to talk about so you don't get lost when we mention something interesting um so we'll start with song of the week maddie kick us off okay
1: so my song of the week this week is called holidays and harmonies by Hassani. so i had never heard of this artist before and i was like okay who is this guy so i went to like look on his like spotify artist page and there's no bio which was really helpful um and he's only got two singles <laughs> on there like this one which was released like last year sometime i don't know and then there's another one that was released in like 2016 so like that's like all of the music that he's got and I like obviously I worked out that he's like from the US but that's the only info I've got for you so if anyone else knows any more about this (laughs) artist please let me know because I'd love to know more about him because his voice is incredible I am like so floored at how like emotive and raw his voice sounds on this track like it's really 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 cool And the one thing that um, I've really enjoyed listening to is, like, all of the vocal layering that's throughout this song. It is so prominent in, like, really throughout the entire thing. And it's really awesome how he sort of, like, strips it back and then, like, adds everything on and then sort of, like, the way that the layers change and, like, morph as the song progresses is really, really interesting to me. And, like, so... The general like I guess genre or vibe that this would fit into it's ve- it's like r but it's sort of driven by this like acoustic guitar like finger-picking pattern it's very it's like this weird acoustic RB like mashup thing and it's really nice it's sort of like probably a really good genre for what I'm into <laughs> like I don't know it's just a really really interesting guitar part and then also something that I, I really enjoy listening to is, like, there's this, like, it's not really that noticeable, but there's, like, a lot of, like, really full, like, bass right at the, like, at the lower end of the register. And it just, like, fills everything out and, like, gives the, give this, gives the song its, like, depth, I think. And it's really, really interesting. And I just really like listening to it. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was really, like sort of um I wasn't surprised when I listened to this song because I was like okay yeah this definitely sounds like a Maddie song <laughs> and we've talked about this in the past you guys should know what that means by exactly, now <laughs> exactly exactly <you've> <laughs> what a Maddie song means if you've been
1: following us <laughs> for this song and you don't know what a Vivian song is or like what a Maddie song is I I really really like I feel sorry for you
0: <laughs> yeah so I was I was very like, okay, yep yeah, this is definitely a Maddie song. But what I really enjoyed was what you were mentioning before. The vocal layering is so interesting and it's very, like, it's very different to what you would normally sort of expect. Um, I think it's definitely sort of like a focal element in this, in this song. And for me, when I was listening to it, it was sort of hard for me to put it in like a genre like to sort of put it under like an umbrella because I was like it's very like it has a structure yeah but it also has like it's a bit in the beginning anyway it is a little bit more free which I was kind of like okay is this is really interesting but his voice is incredible I was I was so blown away by his voice and I was just like yeah this is such a cool track and I love the title the titles are really cool yeah
1: I know <laughs> <laughs> I really like that it, like, also, it's, like, the alliteration with his name, too. Like, it's Holidays and Harmonies by Hassani. Oh, like, yeah. it's just all H. <laughs> like, there's nothing else to it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's an interesting point, I love though. that. But, yeah, it is, like, a really, really interesting song. And I think, like, as much as I sort of said it is R&B, it's definitely not, like, just for the people who listen to R&B. Like, it definitely would appeal to like a wider mm. sort of spectrum of listeners so i reckon i encourage you guys all to listen to it and see if you like it or not so uh yeah that is my song of the week this week it's holidays and harmonies by Hassani
0: vivian what is your song of the week so my song of the week this week is dead horse by Hayley Williams. So I've spoken about Hayley Williams on the podcast before you guys should know who she is, but she just released, she finally released her debut solo album "Petals for armor. Uh, I want to say it was about two weeks ago now. So this is coming from that album and I just, this song, well, the album in general is incredible it's really beautiful it's very experimental which we've sort of spoken about before with the previous songs I've brought on the podcast Um, but it's a very vulnerable album and yeah like you guys should definitely listen to the full album if you're interested it's great so this song Dead Horse it's very I want to say it's kind of like the odd one out on the album because (laughs) it is it's a lot more upbeat it's a lot more sort of um like I guess I want to say like accessible to to everyone because it's not as experimental as what you'll find on the rest of the album because it's but at the same time it's very interesting like it starts with this um well it starts like with a voice I want to say it's like a voice memo or like voicemail from Haley obviously maybe talking to her producer or whatever or her team sort of saying, I'm sorry it took me so long to send you this song. I was in a depression. I'm going to get out of it now. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes into the song, which is like, it starts with this really interesting, like, it sounds like a similar to like a xylophone. Like it's, it's very sort of this very l- xylophone-like sound, but I don't think it is. It's, obviously it's, I think it's artificial, but it it's this really interesting melody and it kind of like, it took me a, a while to figure out like, Oh, what time signature is this in? Cause like the beginning sort of throws me off like a lot Yeah, um, yeah. when I first listened to the song. Um, but then it goes into this really cool, like it, it sort of has like Caribbean vibes a little bit to it, like influences, I think, especially um, towards the end of the song, like in the bridge and everything. But this main sort of gist is the song is about um, a relationship that's ended and um, she's said in interviews that this is very much inspired from her divorce um, and she's sort of saying like I beat this relationship like a dead horse as the sort of um, famous sort of phrases um, and s- sort of saying that she stayed with this person for too long and it's really cool. It's a really catchy chorus as well. I, like I find myself singing it during the day because it is so catchy <laughs> and I think that also is part of its charm is just because like it is so easy to sing so therefore like it is a lot more accessible but yeah I just I love it so much I love how just like the different influences that it has and yeah like it's a really cool track
1: yeah I was thinking like when you when you sent me like oh this is gonna be my song with the way you have a listen I was like okay I was expecting, like, a lot more, like, dark, edgy vibes before going to <laughs> like, okay, that's what, you know, I've sort of come to expect from this new Hayley Williams stuff. And then when I turned it on, it was, like, really, like, light and bouncy <laughs> and, like you said, like, very, like, Caribbean influenced. And I was, like, okay, I was, like, pleasantly surprised because this is not what I was expecting at all. And then, yeah, it's just, like, this really, really funky, like, catchy, bouncy vibe to it. And then the one bit that I really, really like is, like, there's, like, a little drum fill right before, like, the second chorus. And then I think mm. after that there's always, like, a little drum fill. And that just, like, I don't know, it's just really, really awesome to me. And I just... That's probably, like, my favourite part of the song is the little drum fill in there. Because it's just, like, it's really, really awesome. Just, like, this nice little, like, s- snippet of something interesting. But overall, like, I don't hate the song. And, like... It's not something that I would probably listen to a lot because I don't really listen to her music at all much. But, yeah, I really don't hate it. Mm. And I was, like, pleasantly surprised with this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what what I was sort of getting to because I know when I've talked about her new songs on the podcast before like they were really polarizing sort of when it came to us talking about it so that's what I was sort of saying like it definitely feels like it is the most um accessible and for like a general audience rather than just like that small niche that it sort of um attracts but yeah uh, that is my song of the week this week, "Dead Horse" by Haley Williams. So now we will go into "Under a Rock," and I'll kick us off for this one. So my "Under a Rock" this week is "Bitter" by Fletcher featuring Keto. I think, or I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we know I can't pronounce things well, guys. <laughs> so this song. <laughs> so this song was one of the songs that came up on my. Um, release radar so I've never listened to Fletcher before hence Under a Rock but I had sort of heard the name before it was sort of floating around on like Twitter and sort of like who I follow and so I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it because this is her newest song that she released and I really dig it I was like okay this normally isn't the stuff that I like because I would definitely say Fletcher's like a pop singer um she's an American pop singer and you know, like, I usually don't listen to, like, just, like, pop singers. Like, it, it sort of has to, like, have something interesting. And I do definitely think she has an interesting element to her and her artistry. But in this song in particular, I really love her voice, A. I think she's got, like, a really incredible voice that isn't just, like, a pop voice. That was me doing, like, inverted commas. <laughs> you can't see that. <laughs> um yeah you know um so yeah she she definitely has a very like strong voice but i also think like i really love how sort of like the lyrics are in this song it's a very bitter song <laughs> <laughs> that was intended oh my god <laughs> um it's basically <laughs> it's basically talking about a relationship that's ended and this the person that she was with has moved on and she's very bitter about it but it sort of plays on a different a lot of different things where in the chorus she sort of says uh i know you taste me when you kiss her i'm bitter so it is sort of like like that double sort of meaning where it's like i'm bitter about this but i hope i taste bitter as well if that sort of makes sense yeah. which i think is pretty cool i think that's a really smart way of songwriting and yeah i just i really love it's a very sort of simplistic song in terms of instrumentation like it's it's sort of like it starts with this really um like sort of slow soft melody but when it goes into the chorus it's really bouncy you can easily sort of vibe to it and i was yeah i was digging it mate when i
1: turned this song on i was jamming out to it like so hard Like I was, (laughs) see, this is the type of music that I like quite like listening to. And I listen to a lot because of my sister also, but like, Mm. I was really, really vibing out to this one. And I was shocked that this song came from you. I was like, how the hell is this song? Like one that Vivian enjoys listening to and wants to talk about (laughs) on the podcast. I was like, this is nothing like I've ever you know (laughs) expected from you before but yeah I absolutely love this song it's so catchy so awesome and yeah like the songwriting is really really cool like that word play with the bitter thing that's really 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 cool to me um one thing that I really like too is like when Mm. she's sort of singing in the verses it's really like there's there's moments where it's like quite like fast paced and she's like saying a lot of words in like a really really short amount of time and I think it just sort of, like, mm. adds this extra little, like, element to it of, like, you know, something that's interesting to listen to. And it's not just, like, the same boring, like, really, really simplistic, like, rhythmic melody. It's, like, it adds, like, you know, a little flavor to it. It's really, really cute. And I love, I love her voice. She's amazing. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've never really listened to her music before, but this song is definitely going in my rotation because i vibed out so hard to this song it's not funny
0: yay i'm so glad (laughs) (laughs) so yes that is my under a rock for this week bitter by fletcher fletcher featuring keto so now maddie what is your under a rock for this week Okay, so my Under A Rock this week
1: is called Julia by Jeremy Zucker. So I have heard this name floating around for a while now. And I'm like, okay, what is this person? Who is this person? What does their music sound like? So this one, I think it came up like a couple of weeks ago, like on one of my like release radar playlists or like something. And I clicked on his artist profile and I was like, okay, who is this guy? So I clicked on it, and he's got 15 million monthly listeners on Spotify. And I was like, okay. What? Was not expecting that. I was like, how have I, like, never, ever heard any of his music before? So this song in particular, Julia, is off his latest album, Love Is Not Dying. And I... It's not something that, like, I would listen to often, but I just think it's really, really interesting. It's very like, an, it's it's very much, like, an atmospheric, like, vibey kind of track, and there's, like, one part, like, leading up to the chorus, there's, like, this ascending, like, guitar melody that sort of, like, caught me off guard, I was like, oh, that's really, really pretty, I quite like that, and, but, yeah, overall, it's, like, a very much, like, lo-fi sort of vibe, um, and I think the sort of, like, shining element in this song is its production like it's very much like sort of stock standard at the beginning and you know there's sort of like some distortion and like vocal effects here and there and like he pitches his voice up and down quite a bit occasionally but then like when it gets to like right at the end you sort of have to like go through like a lot you have to get through a lot of the song before you get to anything that's sort of like mildly interesting Um, but like yeah right at the end there's like a lot of it sort of like goes kind of like all over the place like there's like panning happening like you hear it like in your headphones and then there's a lot of like really like more harsh distortion and then like there's a lot of like fading of like volume and like sort of different tracks like coming in and out like of sort of like being like the focal point or like the loudest part of the song and it's really 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 interesting and there's also like these like weird sort of repetitive like samples that sort of go over and over towards the end of the song too and there's like all this static that happens and it's just really interesting and he's got like a really soft like gentle voice and it's so it's like quite calming to listen to but it's not like like overly you know like aggressive or like any sort of like anything really really um, like upbeat or it's very like pared back type thing. So I was like quite quite impressed with this song. It's not something that yeah I would listen to a lot or like very very often, but it's really it's a very like musically interesting song if that makes any sense.
0: Mm, yeah. I I would definitely agree. Um I yeah, I'm sort of in a similar boat. I had heard this name before, but That just shocked me that you said that there's 15 million listeners because, yeah, I've just... It's completely just over my head, have not paid attention to this artist, like, at all. But this song is very cool. As soon as I heard it, I was like, yes, this is going on my nice playlist. This is a good song for the nice playlist. (laughs) That's all I kept thinking. (laughs) Because it's so interesting. And his voice, like you said, I feel like it, it almost like in terms of the production it is very like lo-fi kind of vibes but it is sort of like his voice and the production are almost like it's not jarring but it almost feels like it shouldn't work but it does because his voice is so calming and so like mellow whereas like the production especially when it gets to the end like towards the end um it gets like sort of like, things sort of go a little bit differently. But, yeah, like, I was very impressed by this song, and I love the guitar. The guitar in this song, like, the picking is so beautiful. It's so simplistic, but yet, like, I was just... I was drawn in every time I heard it.
1: Yeah, it's so... That's the thing. Like, there's always little, like, little bits that you sort of, like, pick up on here and there, like, throughout the song, and it's never sort of, like, this really static... Um, Mm. you know in terms of like it's layering and like the instrumentation that's happening there's always like something little that's sort of going on and that's Mm. what like I I really appreciate sort of like the time and effort that it would have taken to like produce this song because it's so like complex especially at the end with all of the different effects and all of the different like samples and things that they use. It's really cool so I'm kind of like I might listen to a couple of songs off this album like because it's definitely not something like like I've said before it's not something I would listen to a lot but I definitely appreciate the artistry I think and that's kind of why I like mm. it so I'm I'm happy that I have discovered this song finally and seen what Jeremy Zucker is about because like I've seen it like seen his name like around for a while now and I'm like okay it's finally time to like see what's <laughs> going on here So I'm glad I did. But yeah, that is my Under a Rock this week. It is Julia by Jeremy Zucker. And so now we will go into Caught My Ear. And I'll kick us off with mine. It is You by Tennyson. So um, these guys I found out they're a um, brother and sister duo. Um, And this song is very interesting. So the thing that's sort of like not like, well, it did catch, you know, caught my ear, but, like, it bugged me throughout the entire (laughs) song, because, like, so it's the meter that this song is in, like, the time signature, the pulse, whatever you want to call it. It Mm -hmm. is so frustrating to me, and, like, so hard to, like, work out, because it feels like it should be in, like, a straight, like, you know, normal time signature, but then... The way that like the instruments are played and then also it's not only that it's like the way that this song is sung it feels like everything's like either right on the like the very very edge like the last possible like millisecond (laughs) that you could (laughs) sing it like in the beat it's like always right on the end and it like it either feels like it's really really like lagging and it's not in time but it still is in time and it's like that the whole way through but it's like it bugs me the whole time I'm listening to it but that it's also a really nice song to listen to because like the vocals are beautiful and like the instrumentation is gorgeous and I love it but it just like I I'm just one of these people that if I can't work out what time signature a song is in like it just I just can't deal with it like it, it stresses me out but then also at times like it feels like it's like even like too fast for the time signature <laughs> like sometimes it feels like it's lagging and then other times it feels like it's like pushing the song forward and it feels like it's like like the tempo is getting faster but it's not like it's almost like anticipating the next beat but it yeah
0: i don't know you just have to listen to it cuz
1: this song is like driving me insane
0: yeah i really understand where you're coming from because I had the exact (laughs) same thought because when I was listening to it I was like I was like I wonder like what is the element that sort of like caught Maddie's ear and then like because here's the thing I get really bothered when artists like stylistically choose this when it is like very sort of like that lagging sort of thing I I don't like it because like you said it it bothers me because it's like how how do you know like when like what like it's <laughs> you know what I mean like I was I was complete that was, that was that's what I was doing when I was listening to this I was like wait where is the okay yep okay and I was completely like not listening like I was listening to the song but I was so focused on like this weird time thing that they, that they were doing that I was like okay this must be what Maddie what caught Maddie's ear because it's definitely caught mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's like the only thing like for people who are used to you know like playing in ensembles or like you know like playing music, you you get drilled into you like stay in the yeah. time signature and like be on beat, don't be late, blah blah blah. And this song, it just goes against everything that my brain is wired to do, and I just like yep. can't can't get over it. But despite that, despite the frustrating elements of this song, (laughs) it is quite beautiful to listen to. Like, it's really, really nice. And there's this, like... I think it's sort of, like... It's obviously artificial, but it's sort of like a marimba kind of, like, pitched percussion sound that, like, goes through it. And I really, really love that. That is another sort of element that I really, really like about this song. It's really cool. Um, But, yeah, like it as much as it is frustrating it adds a lot of like movement to the song and Mm -hmm. it just adds this extra sort of layer of like interesting like things to sort of yeah like for your ear to pick up on and yeah i i guess if you were just sort of like a casual listener of music and you don't like dissect things as much as we do it (laughs) would probably be very lovely but it just, yeah, it just keeps driving my brain nuts. And I think I'm going to explode if I listen to it anymore. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that, so that is My Caught My Ear this week. It is You by Tennyson. So Vivian, what is your Caught My Ear this week?
0: So My Caught My Ear this week is a little bit different. Um, it's called Monday by Rudy Mancuso. So he's actually um he was popular on vine when vine was a thing um i didn't know this because i didn't have vine that this was just me the researching but he was very popular <laughs> on vine and he is like he's like a youtuber now but he is very much well known because he's a multi-instrumentalist so he like he's loves experimenting with music he plays a lot of different instruments and The reason why I chose this song is because I had listened to his music before. He does sing as well, but this song is just an instrumental track. And I was thoroughly impressed because I'd always sort of heard that he was very, like, talented and very sort of good at playing a lot of different instruments and trying new things with them and whatnot. But I've never sort of heard that because the stuff I had heard from him was sort of, like, very... Um, easy to listen to, like vocal tracks, like nothing sort of caught my ear. But then I heard this song and I was like, this is awesome. This is so cool. I always love listening to instrumental tracks. I think they're very um, um, underrated. Like I think a lot more people should listen to instrumental tracks. But in this one in particular, it's it's very interesting. The melody is very Interesting. It's very different. And what you sort of, you, you have to sort of get through the track. It's very, it's not long. It's only like two minutes, I think, to sort of hear like towards the end, there's this beautiful sort of Latin influence and there's these beautiful brass instruments coming in. And it's so like, oh, like he definitely does play with a lot of di- different instruments. There's piano in there, there's guitar, like, but it doesn't feel like it all sort of sounds like they're from different genres until you get to that sort of like um, uniting sort of like Latin influence towards the end and then yeah it's just like it's a really cool track I really do love it and I'm I'm kind of like inclined now to sort of dig through his more of his music to see if he has more of this kind of stuff cuz I was like yeah this is like I do really love this it's very experimental
1: yeah, like, when I when I went to listen to this song, like, I saw the picture of, like, on his, like, artist profile or whatever, I was like, yeah. Wait, hold on, is that is that the guy from Vine? Because I'm one of those people who just, like, watch, like, Vine compilations a lot, like, when that was a thing, um, but, like... Um, but yeah, I was not expecting this at all. Like I knew he was like, cause mm. I had seen some of his videos before and I sort of knew he'd play, he played on that like Latin cause I'm not sure what, like, um, like where he's from, like his ethnicity, but it's definitely sort of like Latin in that area. Yeah. And so I knew yeah. that that may have like come up in the, in the music. So I was kind of like waiting for it. And then like when I got to the end, I was like, ah, oh, yes, here it is. That sounds, and it sounds like really like cohesive it's very Mm. like the way it's put together it definitely is very very cohesive and it's like it takes a lot of talent to be able to like manipulate all these different instruments and like make it sound like so it like gels together really nicely and to have something that's like interesting to listen to that doesn't have any vocals in it well I think there is vocals they're just like sort of like layered like obviously but there's no like melody and words in it it's hard Mm. and like as much as I probably won't ever listen to this again it was it was kind of like it was nice to sort of open my eyes to this kind of music because yeah like you said it isn't very long and I was like okay it's quite pretty and like it's really Mm. it's an interesting it's an interesting track so I was like quite impressed with it but yeah probably not gonna ever listen to it again but it was definitely really interesting so I'm like glad you brought it up because it's very very cool
0: yeah and I think that's yeah like similar sort of boat I do like I do think that you know with instrumental tracks where there's no vocal line or vocal melody it is very hard to sort of like stick to it I think um you know when you sort of because it's like what are you listening out for but I think that's the that's the charm in it as well because you are sort of listening especially in a track like this where it is so intricate and there's a lot of different instruments at play you are sort of honing in on different elements and you're like okay so that's where that comes in oh okay like this is cool so I that's what I really appreciate about this song um but yeah so that's my caught my ear for this week Monday by Rudy Mancuso and that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you got this far, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast fix.
1: And you can follow us on all of our social media at Caught My Earpod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also send us your recommendations that way too. Chuck us a comment, DM. We'd love to hear what you guys are listening to. If there's any songs that you want us to. Um, to experience I guess if you have any like faves that you really want us to listen to please let us know because we love hearing um, what you guys are listening to and also if you have any opinions on what we've been listening to this week definitely let us know um, what you think about the songs that we brought up this week because we'd love to you know hear your thoughts and share some music discourse in the comments of our (laughs) of our posts so please let us know what you think we'd love we love hearing from you and connecting with you but we will see you on monday for a brand new episode bye guys see ya